0: Hello, Redlow friends. Welcome back to another episode of Hello Redlow. I'm your host, Terry Mullen, and I'm so happy you're here. If you're new here, welcome. Redlow is older. I'm older, and perhaps you are too. I show up here each week trying to make a difference in our lives by stepping forward one step at a time, helping us navigate these life transitions, overcome obstacles, and rediscover who we are now in this season of life with confidence. So sit back. Listen in, and let's step forward. In order to step forward, we must let go of what was and focus on what lies ahead. This is not a weakness. This is courage. As we say goodbye to February and step forward into March, I've really been thinking a lot about what it means to love ourselves better and let go. This is something I've been working on and I've been thinking a lot about everything I've learned to rebuild my life rebuild my life with love and to rebuild and let go I think about what it takes to step forward beyond really hard things those fractured relationships loss both financial and other a health crisis and these different life transitions that we step through more importantly I think about what it takes to love ourselves through it all it requires stepping forward with acceptance resilience courage tenacity confidence and faith and yes letting go this has been my lesson in the month of February as I reflect upon this season of my life this midlife it's certainly been full of change and transition and growth and reinvention and as I step through it I'm very proud of both the wonderful and hard lessons I've learned along the way and those things I've been able to share with you. I'm most grateful for the different shoes I've been able to step into and to step forward and write my book first and foremost forward was a very intentional word choice that I made in the title of my book step forward. It means to look forward, to look ahead, onward, progressive, in front to advance. And that is what I needed in order to step forward or move forward, we must let go of what was, what lies behind, and move towards what lies ahead. We cannot move forward if we keep looking back. Have you ever tried to run or walk forward, and yet you're looking back at something or someone else? It's so hard, it's nearly impossible. You trip or stumble or bump into something else or someone, and you clearly don't go straight, and it slows you down. And it's a bit like that when we are in the messy middle of hard things. When we hold on and keep looking back, we rob ourselves of the full experience of moving forward with joy in anticipation of what lies ahead. At some point, we just have to let go and go all out like a locomotive and go straight ahead. And sure, we can take those wonderful, special memories that we have and place those in a sacred place in our heart a place that we can fondly reflect on them and then live our lives in the present, accept what is and put one foot in front of the other and step forward. And yet I understand that actually doing that, stepping forward can be one of the hardest things to do. It just takes time. It takes practice. It takes getting support from coaches and friends and therapists because it's a journey. It's our journey, our personal growth journey. And I've learned the hard way. When we dwell on that past and we keep dwelling on people and things that have hurt us, it traps us. It keeps us stuck emotionally and we owe it to ourselves. You deserve so much more. I deserve so much more. So let go and step forward. Deepak Chopra says, I use memories, but I will not allow memories to use me. I think that is an incredibly powerful quote and it really resonates. As I've shared in my book and on this podcast, I've been on my own growth journey these past several years. And my adult children have inspired me more than anyone. They've reminded me how to show up, how to show up fully as myself, how to believe in myself. They've reminded me that I am qualified and I'm worthy. They have shown me how to love bravely and unconditionally. They've shown me how to let go. Yes, I'm still a work in progress. But i have learned to step into those shoes that help me move forward i wrote my book at 59 step forward if you haven't read it i use different shoes as metaphors in my life as tools to empower and help me step forward and beyond obstacles i use these words in my life on a daily basis number one courage the courageous cowboy boots If you just envision a cowboy boot, it's sturdy and stable. It keeps you grounded. And that boot helped me climb up in the saddle and ride like the wind. It gave me courage to step forward and do really hard things, despite feeling really afraid. I learned so much about myself also writing my book. And as much as that book is for you, the reader, it was also for me. It was cathartic and healing, and I wanted to share my story. As I stand in the gap and look back at where I was and all that I've overcome in my life and see where I am today, I'm proud. I'm proud of the overcomer that I am and how resilient I am. And I want to empower and encourage you with those tools as well. In addition, I learned so much from writing the book, the actual process of doing it and publishing it and getting it done. It was hard and scary and uncertain. And certainly overwhelming at times and I learned to let go of all of that perfectionism and what others would think of me and sometimes you just have to step forward like I said get on that horse and ride like the wind and move forward and just do it that leads to number two tenacity stepping into those tenacious tennis shoes they remind me to persevere and keep going in those moments when I want to quit I still have those moments when I'm afraid, or things are hard, and I tell myself I don't know what to do or how to do it. And I have certainly felt that way just about every other day when I was writing my book. And perhaps you're like me. We've all experienced those moments when we want to quit and give up, even on things that are important to us. We get tired. We get worn down. I get it. And what I've learned is that you just have to stop listening to that doubt, those voices that rise up and tell you you're not qualified. And stop being intimidated by the process and just get resourceful because there are people that have gone before you people like me that can encourage you and help you step forward i talk about those different imposters in my book and what i do to hack those thoughts i quote author margie warrell of brave she says daring to expose yourself to those monsters in your head is ultimately far less frightening than spending your entire life running from them She suggests naming the inner critic that lives in the shadows of your subconscious. She explains that once you own it and name it, you can tame it. And that's what I did. I give examples in my book of those different names like Debbie Dowder and scared Sally, because once we identify them, we diminish their power. And in order to overcome those limiting beliefs, you need to replace them with new empowering and positive affirmations. Language has power and how we speak to ourselves affects our behavior. So I replace it with things like competent Connie, Tenacious Terry, and I tell them in my head that they're in charge. Just use that creativity. Be like a child and imagine. It works. I know it seems so silly, but it works. Awareness is always the first step of any transformation. And that leads to the next shoe. Number three, resilience. I had to step into those resilient rain boots. And honestly, they're my favorite. I talk about them in previous podcast episodes. But I had to step into those and wade through the mud and muck of things, through hard things. I had to learn to bounce back. And finally, let other people's opinions bounce off of me. Honestly, this was one of the biggest growth lessons for me. One of the hardest things I've learned, but one of the best lessons I've learned. I have been a people pleaser my entire life. And I honestly don't always think it's a bad thing because when you care about people, you want to make others happy. You want to do your best and do the right thing. But we have to find the balance because anything to an extreme is unhealthy. And I've had to find the balance. I've had to let go of people that I will never please or get approval from, and that's the difference. And I think my very favorite part about stepping into these resilient rain boots is that they allow me to pause and dance in the rain, jump in the mud puddles and listen to the thunder and look for the rainbow at the end of every storm. I've learned to embrace the storms in my life. They're necessary for growth. When the rain falls, it cleanses our souls, it nourishes our spirits, it clears the air and it allows us to rise up through the dirt, reach for the sun and bloom. And that leads to number four, fun and flexible. I've had to learn to step into the fun and flexible flip-flop. They remind me to have fun, be playful, spontaneous, and to laugh. I didn't realize how much I forgot to laugh and have fun. Anyone else out there with me on this? It's easy to stop laughing and having fun when you encounter difficult things, isn't it? Now I am really intentional about enjoying the special moments in my life, both big and small, by laughing with those I love, Playing board games, watching a sunrise, looking at the beautiful blue sky, the green trees, the blooming flowers, and just taking it all in. It's medicine to our hearts and souls. Number five, self-care. The self-care slipper. Wow, I had to really step into this and take care of myself physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and set boundaries when hard things happened. And stepping into this shoe was really hard for me, but it is so vital. When things go sideways in your life and hard things happen, make sure you slide into these self-care slippers immediately. Wrap yourself in love and in friendships that feel like a warm blanket around your heart and soul. Give yourself safe places to land. Those trustworthy friendships that you can just show up and be yourself. You can be messy. They get you. They encourage you. They speak truth to you. They understand the good, the difficult, the wonderful, and the messy. Find mentors and coaches and therapists. And then take time for you to rest, breathe, walk, slow down, and take care of you. And that leads to number six, confidence. I think when we do these other things and we take care of ourselves, then we are able to step forward and into the confidence. The Hello Redlow High Heels is a shoe that I had to step into to gain that confidence and finally step forward. The high heel, that red high heel, is a symbol for Hello Redlow. Because it symbolizes the goal for all of us to have that confidence to believe in ourselves and step forward with our lives. To realize that we are capable and qualified to pursue our dreams and to remember that we deserve to pull up a chair and have a seat at the table at any age. Dreams and goals don't have an age limit. For me, one of those goals and dreams was writing my book and as I shared finally doing it at 59. And what I've learned, fun fact, books don't have an age limit and neither does writing them. Mark Twain was 41 when he wrote his first book. J.R.R. R. Tolkien was age 45. Sue Monk Kidd was 54 when she debuted The Secret Life of Bees, still one of my favorite books. Alex Haley published the debut novel Roots when he was 55. Toni Morrison was 56 when she published her most celebrated novel Beloved, inspired by a true story of an enslaved African-American woman for which she won the Nobel Prize in Literature. At age 60, Cormac McCarthy wrote All the Pretty Horses, for which he won critical acclaim. And Laura Ingalls Wilder was 65 when she wrote Little House in the Big Woods. Pretty inspiring, isn't it? So if you're thinking about writing a book, just realize that it's never too late and you're not too old. And finally, I will end with faith. Stepping into those faithful flats They ground me daily. They keep me stable when I feel uncertain, untethered, and in uncharted waters. Faith reminds me that I am seen, I am heard, I am loved, and I belong. Faith reminds me that I am not alone, and neither are you. And as hard as it may be on some days, faith in myself, God, and others reminds me that my story and my journey can help someone else. It's why I sit here behind this microphone and share my journey, my joys, my celebrations, and my struggles. And it's why I wrote my book, Step Forward. The best part? Faith gives me hope. Hope for a better tomorrow and hope for what lies ahead. How about you? What shoes do you need to step into in order to step forward with your life? Do you desire to make changes in your life? And do you need a little courage, confidence, and faith? Do you feel stuck or overwhelmed? And do you need a little tenacity to help you step over those obstacles and limiting beliefs that you have about your age or qualifications or more? Do you need a little resilience to help you rise up and start? Do you want to write a book or start a podcast? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. I have felt all these things and I wrote a book and started a podcast later in my life. And I want to help you step forward. So let's connect. Let's step forward with tools of encouragement. And something that's really been on my heart, I've noticed that a lot of people in my community are wanting to write books. And I understand the hardest part is getting past that feeling of complete overwhelm. Not only feeling overwhelmed about where to start, but even more importantly, how to finish. So reach out to me, DM me, I'd love to help you. If you have any questions, let me know. And please go to my Facebook group. It's Hello Redlow Women and sign up and join my community. I look forward to seeing you there. Have an amazing day. Until we meet again, may God truly bless you. And may you know that you are seen, you are heard, you are loved, and you belong.